because there will be many more DMXs in this era of lies. So much stupidity I even observed in these comments when people will say things like, don't disrespect the dead. Oh, the truth is disrespectful now. Oh, you speak the truth and that's disrespectful. That's the problem. That's why DMX is dead today because you hated the truth. Is his death a tragedy or was his death predictable? The man has been addicted to drugs for quite a while now. And I don't say it to be disrespectful. I say it because the truth is important. And why is it important? Because until we point out the error of his ways and the filthy lifestyle that he engaged on on a consistent basis, and we point out the fact that his demise was an actual suicide, a slow suicide perpetrated against himself, until we point that out, we will have children following after his example. These drug addict rappers. Little dookie, little druggy, little pookie. Molly this, said that. Oh, but we should be sad and respect the dead and not point out their errors. That's foolish. Now you might look at me and say, Mark, well, don't you have any mercy? I'm a big fan of DMX, just like you probably are. I love the dog. <laughs> yeah, I love all that. But let me keep it real with you. My father went out the exact same way as DMX. And I love my father, but I wouldn't go to his funeral and pretend as though he was walking the straight path, living in a righteous way, as though he didn't walk straight down the road to destruction. And there's really two major reasons you end up on that road. Number one, you're weak and you can't cope. So you use drugs to numb you and escape reality. Or number two, you have chemical issues in your brain and you're medicating. But let me let you in on a secret. You're in it alone. No one's here to save you as much as you guys have all your sad words for DMX. If I walked out in this society right now, walked around the people and said, hey, I'm addicted to crack cocaine, I'm addicted to heroin. Please take out your time right now and help me. No one would. Yeah, when I used to teach in Baltimore, and DMX been to Baltimore. When I used to teach in Baltimore, there was a church down there on every block. There's also a crackhead and a prostitute damn near on every block. Here's the thing about DMX and your favorite rapper. Oh, they look strong. They look tough. <laughs> they a pit bull off the leash verbally. But on the inside, they're weak and soft. How weak is it where you cannot control and manage your own emotions and your own mental state? Lack of ability to cope. And I'm not here to disparage X. No. I'm here to let you know that if you are in that situation, you need to get help. I'm in here to let you know that in observing the situation, I looked at the news articles to see what happened. Very few of them will even mention that it's an overdose. They'll mention that it's a massive heart attack, but in reality, that is code language for he overdosed. He used too many illicit drugs and killed his own goddamn self. But here's the funny thing. DMX is not the only suicidal person in the society. Most of you are. You're smoking cigarettes, killing yourself slowly but surely. You're drinking alcohol, killing yourself slowly but surely. And why did I say your Bible's garbage? Because if you can't open it up and read something that relates to you and leads you in a, a, a straight path, it's garbage. Yeah. If you read your Bible, Jesus said, Do not think I have come here to bring you peace. I have come here to bring a sword. A sword. Because some of you fools need your heads chopped off. 
because reason, logic, common sense, and morality means nothing to you. And it, why am I so hyped up and angry about it? Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad to see a great brother like DMX laid down prematurely at the young age of 50 by his own doing. It wasn't cancer. It wasn't one of his enemies. It was his own doing. My father, as I said, same thing. Great man. My father, like DMX, living a thug life. When I was a child, my mother was on crack cocaine. My father was selling crack cocaine and a whole host of other things. When my father died, he dropped dead in San Diego. Why? Massive heart attack, a.k.a. overdose. Why? He had been living a hard life, and all of those things he had did caught up to him. You cannot kill yourself bit by bit and expect it not to accumulate. And guess what? A righteous man, when your ass drops dead because of the intoxicants and poisons you chose to ingest, I'm not going to pretend it's going all good. And I'm not going to have respect for the dead. I'm going to say that motherfucker died as a junkie. I'm going to say that motherfucker died because he poisoned himself. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean I don't have respect for X. I do. You know, if somebody put on Rough Riders Anthem right now, I'd get in my zone. But it's fake shit. Because rappers have all this bluster like they tough guys. How fucking tough are you where you can't survive a 24-hour period without a motherfucking blunt? How tough is that? That's weak. Now let me tell you this. The Black Box. This is a book of guidance. You know, you might open up the Quran. The Quran ain't going to tell you the story of a nigga who was born with a mother on crack. A father in prison doing 10 plus and how, a, how you hustle your way up out of that. How you never touch one drug. You never take one sip of alcohol. You work your ass off and walk the straight path when everybody else is sitting on their ass. This is a book of guidance. Don't you ever get your dumb ass in my comments telling me we need to respect DMX. No, we need to respect the fact that he was a good rapper, and that's fantastic. But how fucking often does good rap save lives? How often does good rap keep you off a crack? Not very often, apparently. Because rappers, last I checked, are dying from each other. Mo3, Tupac, Biggie, killing each other. Or they're killing their goddamn self. It's a culture of drug use, a culture of death. Will I defend it? Hell nah. Am I going to be respectful of it? Hell nah, I'm disrespectful. If I was here on YouTube to make money or to, to become famous, I would say things you want to hear. Things like, it's okay that DMX took all these fucking drugs, destroyed his appearance, ruined his rap career, bankrupted himself, failed to provide for his wife and kids, and then ended up fucking dead early. I would act like that's all good. It's not all good, Saint. It's tragic. Not his death, but his behavior is tragic. It's a waste of talent. A waste of God-given gift. You know, some people aren't even born with gifts. Some people don't have anything special about them. They have to go to a nine to five and grind boring job because they have no talent. They were born with nothing. And he had it and squandered it. But hey, check this out. I'm not just here to drag anybody through the dirt. I wrote a book of guidance. 
Every day I get on here and teach this ism, I give you interpretive lenses through which you can see the truth of the world. And I tell you to be nourished by the truth, not angered by the truth, but nourished, which is to say, well, DMX died of drugs. What can I learn? What can I learn about rappers? Well, they, they give misguidance. Poets, artists have never been the proper leaders of the society. In the past, in fact, they were broken in poverty. Today, in an era of fantasy where we are escapists in culture, we prize the artists. Even though they've never been practical men, what can we learn from the society? When I was a young boy, they had a program called D.A.R.E. And they would say, marijuana is a gateway drug, a gateway to all bad things that will destroy you. Today, the same government that had programs like D.A.R.E., which pushed you away from drugs, tells you that marijuana is fine. In fact, it's a medicine. We used to say it was bad. We used to have all these scientific studies on how marijuana adversely affects the development of the human brain especially in uh, children, on how marijuana makes you have memory issues, on how marijuana causes lack of motivation. We had all these scientific studies, but we were wrong. It turns out it's medicinal. Bullshit. Because generally speaking, motherfuckers on drugs are weak. And if you're on drugs right now, you're a real G to listen to what I'm talking about because it takes heart to deal with the truth. Now, that doesn't mean you need to go cry about your situation. That means you need to start following the shit I'm recommending to you. 30 minutes of sweating daily, meditation daily, doing business, setting goals, achieving things, moving your life forward. What can you learn from the society in this situation? The government is trying to make money off of you. That's why marijuana is medicinal so they can get the tax money. Why? Because the big money play is always products and services that circle around addiction, right? Because people are going to buy things they're addicted to because they can't help it. Now the government's in the drug business. That is letting you know the government doesn't care anything about you. I used to have a business in South, South Korea and I used to live there. In South Korea, they won't even allow the citizens of South Korea to gamble in the casino. Why? Because casinos are scams. Casinos are designed to separate you from your money using unfair games that play with the human psychology and make you think you have a chance when you don't have a chance. That's why the South Korean government having a homogenous society of all Koreans, they care about each other. They don't let Koreans go in there and lose their money. They let foreigners do it. Huh? But in America where the government and the people are heterogeneous and everyone's out for themselves and they don't give a shit about you, they have all these casinos around to scam you out of your money. It's funny, I know. What can you learn from the society? What can you learn from African-American culture? You got some dumb fucks on here talking about don't disrespect the dead. Oh, is disrespecting the dead to point out that that motherfucker went the wrong way so that the youth now know what DMX did was the wrong thing? How is it you're all alpha males, but all the time you're living with your emotions? A man of principle, if my own son died of an overdose, I wouldn't go to his funeral and shed a tear. I go to his funeral and I would say, what's real? Let this be a lesson to everybody here. I'm not going to go to his funeral and pretend he was a swell guy. He's a drug addict. Huh? Yeah, let's keep it real. I'm going to be bad and say my son had these good characteristics and my son was also a dirtbag, which led to his demise. Why are we bathing in comforting lies? 
You project yourself on the DMX and you want mercy and sympathy when you mess up. But if you were raised by a good father who would give you discipline, you'd be comfortable admitting when you're wrong, admitting when you've been in error, because that's the only way to improve. But you would rather wallow and bathe in your misdeeds, pretending as though all is well. Using kind, nice words will not wake them up from the slumber that they have been in. Has the society not been in a slumber for decades when we are telling our children, it's okay to burn marijuana, it will make you feel better. I talked to a dumb female recently, told me she uses medicinal for her knee. Weed is healing knees now? Jesus. What are we doing here? And in her sick mind, she programmed herself to believe this lie. Why? Because she doesn't want to accept the reality. She's a stoner. Huh? She's an escapist. Her life and reality sucks so badly that she doesn't want to be in it. And what do you use in place of drugs? If you ain't using drugs, you use video games. If you're not using video games, you use alcohol. Yeah, live a pure life. That's what I'm talking about. This is a book of guidance because it's a story of one human being. It's not a story of a Jesus who's perfect. It's a story of a flawed person who's fucked up like you are, who's navigating a difficult road like you are, who has no superpowers to walk on water or perform miracles. A simple human being like you are. And in this book, I tell you, hey, this was my opportunity to join a gang. And I did it because of this. Yeah, I sold drugs, but I never used them. And here's why. Oh, oh, by the way, I had a friend named Danny that I used to sell drugs and he used to use the drugs. Here's where he ended up. This is a real book of guidance for today. The black box. This is one you can probably comprehend and understand. And you should wonder, like, why is it they block Marquette's super chats and your favorite pickup artists and your favorite life coaches and blocks? Because they're not saying anything. They're not saying anything of consequence. No one makes money from books. People who've never had money, they might have a best-selling book and think that's money, but I know that's not money. I write a book because I don't have the time to talk to a thousand different people, but you can read through my thinking process on how to navigate a complex world. And one thing I can tell you in this book, if nothing else, I made a ton of bad decisions. One decision I never did was to poison my damn self. The society itself is poison. You have to go out in the negative world. You have to listen to all of these propagandistic messages telling you to engage in unnatural acts, which I can't name because I'll be banned here, telling you to it's okay to smoke marijuana. You should vape and you should smoke cigarettes and like giving you imagery of things that will destroy you. Never did I destroy myself. I knew I was in the ghetto surrounded by wolves and vultures. They were there to destroy me. Never would I try to destroy myself. Your problem is you hate your goddamn self. I'm teaching you self-love. That's why I have a three-sentence Bible. Number one, be yourself. Number two, be good to yourself. How are you being good to yourself when you're sitting on your ass, turning into a fat tub of nothing? It's disgusting to me. Yeah, like, like I don't even give money to the homeless anymore because it won't help them. What does a crackhead do when you give them money? They get more crack. You have to give them knowledge, but most of them don't want it. I apologize. It's like, it's hard to deal with it because the gift of intelligence 
is balanced by the burden of dealing with the unintelligent, you see. It's difficult to live in a world where you can see clearly, yet you have to exist among the blind. Meaning in the last couple centuries of human development, you haven't developed. You're still superstitious. You know nothing more than cavemen. You have your little, like, goofy sayings. You say, rest in peace, because that's what people say, right? You never analyze, why do I say this? Is the person resting? Are they sleeping? Are they going to wake up like Jesus, come back to life like a zombie? No, you're just saying that it's stupid. Peace to the saints, truly appreciate it. And I'm thankful for those who really get my message. I'm thankful for those who understand, like, you know, Marquette's not here to entertain us. This is not a show. Now, your favorite YouTuber, they got a show. They got some, some candles in the background, some lights and incense and the little studio microphone in their headphones. Like, nah, bruh, this is straight raw truth. Huh? Yeah. That's what this is. Ain't no show here. I ain't got time for a show. When I hopped on, there's more dislikes than likes. Guess how much that affected? Zero. In fact, it just made me want to go harder because I knew I was like, this is something I really got to talk about. And it's crazy. So many people are sad about DMX. Like, he ain't been on dope for 10 years. And, like, they're, they're friends with him. They know him personally. Right, right. It's like, oh, you didn't help my boy, but you're sad, though. Yeah. Okay, cool. And this DMX thing is going to happen again and again. That's why I talk about it. Because he's just one person. He just happens to be famous. The exact same thing happened to my father. But he wasn't famous, so nobody like had this outpouring of concern, of fake concern. Don't forget the fake part. It's not like they're now donating money to like free mental health clinics and drug rehab programs. Nah, it's fake concern. And that's primarily why I'm so disgusted with it. We have someone on here said they're clean seven years of hard drugs. That's what I'm talking about, you hear me? That's what I like to hear. And even my mother is clean off of hard drugs. But if she got back on drugs and dropped dead today, I'm not going to get on here and like pretend as though like she was a saint. You did? I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to say she had great characteristics and she was also a dope fiend. Just like Tupac said. He says, you always was a black queen mama, even when you was a crack queen mama. Right? It's like, let's keep it 100 out here and quit making up fantasies. Man, people living on a whole other planet out here. It's crazy. Let's make sure we uh, got these. PayPal's and we won't wrap it up. Man, and that takes a strong man to admit his errors and correct them. That's what it's really about. And ideally, you can avoid the errors in the first place. That's why I wrote the black box so that you can read that in your young age and never go through certain things. You can read it in your advanced age and figure out where you need to reflect and correct. I like that, reflect and correct. You see, we might have to write that one down. Because, you know, in Marquettism, we love when things are very simple, easy to remember so that you can apply it. Because at the end of the day, how many of you guys have memorized Leviticus? Huh? And here's the funny thing. We're all given chance after chance. You don't die after your first mistake, but when they accumulate, I like that one too. You don't die after your first mistake, but when they accumulate, that one too. Let's, let's get both of those. We need to formalize that into the ism. Let us end this the way we always end this, with the creed of the assassin. Repeat this with full conviction, knowing that this is true of you. The creed of the assassin. I am going to be who I truly am because I am remarkable. And I'm going to strive every moment to show the greatest part of who I am. Peace to the saints.